this morning as well, I want to um, give you a message that will resonate with you and speak to your heart throughout the year. From today till the end of the year, it must speak to you and direct you. So for you, sit. I'll call you. I'll call you soon. If you don't do this, your word won't come up. You have to provoke your word. Okay. Ishmael, you are provoking your word. <laughs> All right. So number one. These are a few things I believe that you must know, do, and or apply in the year 2020 to do well. Number one, understand the place of principles. Understand the place of principles. Understand the value of principles. Understand the place of principles. Tell somebody, understand the place of principles. Tell another person, understand the place of principles. Now, no matter how anointed you are, there are certain things that are principles and they are in the scripture or they are in life that you cannot do away with. Amen. Assuming you want to be the best farmer and all you do every day on your land is to stretch forth your hands and pray for one hour every day. By the end of the year, you would have nothing. Do you agree? Why? Because you have planted nothing. Prayer and stretching forth your hands will not cause crops to start growing on your land. Why? When God created the universe, you know what he did? The Bible says he created seed-bearing plants so that after every plant, there is no need to create the plant again because there is a seed he has put in the plant that causes it to have the ability to regenerate after its kind. And so he doesn't expect you to go and lay hands or stretch your hands and do what he did in the beginning. It was a one-off thing and he has put seed in it that when you plant those seeds, they will germinate. So the principle of sowing and reaping is clear. If a Muslim sows seed, it will germinate. If an atheist sows seed, it will germinate. Because the seed does not know Christian. The seed knows planting. Are you following? Understand the place of principles this year. If a man and a woman say they are looking for a child, but they don't do what brings childbirth, no matter how anointed or gifted the pastor is, no child is coming anyway. Because Jesus has already been implanted in the womb of Mary already. The Holy Spirit has stopped that business. He did it once to fulfill scripture and prophecy in Genesis. Mm. <laughs> when he said, your seed will bruise her seed but her seed will do what? Totally dismantle your seed. What was he talking about? Women don't bear seed. 
men are the carriers of seed for childbirth. Men carry seed, plant the seed on the fertile ground of women, and it germinates into a baby. God must have, do, have, must have known this. If he does, why is he saying the seed of the woman when he knows women don't bear seed? Because he knows that the child that is going to bruise the head of the serpent did not, was not produced as a result of seed of a man. It was the Holy Spirit himself that came upon the woman. So essentially, she's the woman's seed because there was no contribution by a man. And so the Holy Spirit came to only, are you following what I'm saying? Came to, came to validate and fulfill the prophecy God gave in, the, in Genesis. So it's not in the business of now going to, no, it's done. So the principle is, whether you're a Christian, whether you're a Muslim, if you're looking for childbirth, there is a way to do it to get your child. The place of principles. You can't be too anointed to violate principles. Say, I'm anointed, so when I'm driving, I'm closing my eyes. I will see in the spirit when the road is... is I, 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 will, I, will, I overtake by the spirit because you came to church and I say I see you overtaking so when you step on and say ah apostle said it <laughs> hallelujah the place of principles Genesis 8.22 the place of principles wow. can we read it together ready go Mm-hmm. 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 Shall not. Shall not. Okay. It says, while the earth remains. Are we still on the earth? Or we move to Jupiter? We are still here. And so for as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest. I'm excited that scripture doesn't say harvest time. It says seed time and what? And harvest. Because once you plant a seed today, you are entitled to perpetual harvest. Didn't hear me. <laughs> seed time and harvest. Cold and heat. Right now we are in, we are in, um, in, 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 in Hamatan. Say Hamatan Pro Max. Say the difference between Hamatan and winter is Visa. This is our own winter. Yeah. He said, it shall never cease. So whether you're a Christian or a Muslim or a non-believer, the principle will remain for as long as the earth remains. So what you must do in cold and what you must do in heat, you must do it. You wouldn't say, I am prayerful, so as for me. No. Are you following me? Respect the principle that exists if you want to do well in 2020. Saving is a principle that doesn't respect anointing. I know a lot of anointed people who don't have anything. They're anointed. They think angels will come and save for them. Have you seen prayer warriors? Typical prayer warriors. Not Grace Temple prayer warriors. But the typical, in some churches, when you see that, you will know that these are prayer warriors. No, you will know. 
No, check out their shoe. It will give you a clue. There's one side that is, there's a certain dent on, on one side of the shoe. And you know that these guys are very spiritual. Spiritual. There's a dimension in the spirit when they enter, S becomes sh. In the realm sh of the sh. I feel like teaching this morning. <laughs> but the principle of increase through saving does not care whether you are prayerful or not. Because you see, yes, the Bible says he gives power to get wealth. He can grant you access to a dimension of wealth. You still blow it because you don't have the discipline to adhere to the principle of saving. I have met people, when they tell you the money they have blown in one year, you'll be shocked. But what they didn't get is that them, all the money didn't come at once. So they didn't notice when we were blowing it. I feel like talking to somebody. <laughs> all of them didn't come once. Suffer. It came in bits. Today, 1,000. Tomorrow, 200. The next day, 500. The next day, 10,000. So by December, they have spent like over 100,000 and they, they, they are surprised. So where did they go? Obimi. Obimi Agbeni. Tap somebody say, respect the place of principle. Hallelujah. Principles are important. 2020. 2020. Now, Sofo, if you plant on 31st night, will it grow? Will it grow? If you plant on 17 February, will it grow? What about 28 July? What about 15 September? Yeah. It doesn't matter when you plant. You plant it to grow. So don't come and put all your energy on 31st and then the rest of the year you stop. People, don't you know they are 31st members? 31st church, like they come to commit the whole year. They've done the whole year into sandwich. They are sandwiching it into God's hands. Then they are gone. We'll see them again to land at 31st. Hey, I think next year we should reserve 31st church members' seats. We should reserve it somewhere at the back for them. Hallelujah. Principle. So it doesn't matter when you sow that seed, it will still germinate. It will still germinate. It will still germinate. Hallelujah. He said something. He said, when you give to the poor, you have lent to God. Wow. That if you give to the poor, just say, what boy, Nyame Bosia? Nyame so your decoach, yeah. And yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or not. No, because he says, whoever gives to the poor has learned to me. I pray for you that you'll be a respecter of principles this year in the name of Jesus. And as a result, 2020 will do you well in Jesus' name. Number two. Number two. Oh, before then, I think I asked the question during the first service. I said, I was a boy who asked his father a question. He said, Daddy, there are three frogs who were who were at the bank of a river. If one of them decided to jump into the river, now all first service members are not part, those who are here, you are not allowed to answer this question. If one of them decided to jump into the river, how many frogs would be left? Who knows? How many? Three. Why? Fantastic. Oh no, this jet has sharks power. <laughs> Yeah. The frog just decided to jump. He didn't actually jump. And so there are three that are still left. 
The father first said one. He said, why? Because when he jumped, all of them also jumped. His answer is a lie. Then he said, okay, two. Why? Because he jumped and the two were left. He said, it's a lie. He said, ah, zero. Yes, you are now, you are, you are now thinking. God, uh, three, because they were all still there. Amen. Many of us have decided on fantastic things for 2020. Deciding and doing are not the same. Tap somebody say, deciding and doing are not the same. The rules of engagement in this world do not respond to just mere decisions. They don't respond to mere decisions. They respond to actions that are based out of those decisions. So it is good to decide it is better to do. What are you talking about? There's an article I read in a certain, uh, in America, part of America, they they have this gym, Sofo. The first two weeks of the new year, the gym instructors have to bring new equipment. Pack, because the whole place is packed. Packed. By the third week, they have to start taking the equipment out. Because nobody is coming. The people who decided third week, we can't find them anymore. May you not be a casualty. Many have decided 2020 is your year. Do the things that will ensure that it will materialize. Number two. Number two. Number two. Forget the past. Forget the past. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. Philippians 3, 13. Remember ye not the former things. Remember ye not what? Talk to me. What are we not to remember? Is it the good things? Is it the bad things? What things? Former things. Neither consider the things of old. Go ahead. Go ahead. Behold, I will do a new thing now. When will it spring forth? When will it spring forth? Now. Shall you know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert places. Philippians 3.13. It says, forget the former things and don't consider the things of old. Both good and bad. Both what? Good and bad. Because good, can, all things are also good. All things can also be bad. He didn't say remember um, not the bad things. He said remember not the former things. Because the trap of remembering and staying in the past is that it blinds you from the opportunities in the future. Especially the trial, triumphs of the past. The successes of the past have a way of blinding people from the opportunities in the future. And I said, success in the past is only, is only good for the past. If tomorrow you are not still being successful in other dimensions, you are failing. I gave the example, I said, if you got a promotion in 2019, how would you feel? You're excited. You talk about it. What about if we are in 2045 and you are still talking about that promotion you got in 2019? Suddenly, the thing which was a, a source of joy in that moment, when you move forward into the future, it becomes a source of pain. Because it shows how far you are falling. That is what scripture says. 
don't stay there move on because I am about to do a new thing I came to tell somebody the Lord is about to do a new thing in your life the Lord is about to do a new thing in your life I said the Lord is about to do a new thing in your life let it be established in the name of Jesus somebody said that is my story brethren I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forth unto those things which are before me why he says and I'll prepare a table where before before means in front of the table will never be prepared behind you it will always be prepared in front of you and that is why you must let go of what is behind you and just move forward are you hearing what I'm saying number three understand the law of times and seasons Isaiah 41 10 to 13 Isaiah 41 10 to 13 fear thou not for I am with thee be not dismayed for I am thy God I will strengthen thee yeah, I will help thee. Yeah, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Go ahead. Thou shalt seek them, and thou shalt not find them. Even them that are that contended with thee, they that war against thee, shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. 13. For I, the Lord thy God, would hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Psalm 46, 1. Psalm 46, 1. Psalm 46, 1. Psalm 46, 1. Psalm 46 1. Imagine God in Isaiah saying that I will help you. Just, just imagine. God is telling you, I will help you. Isn't is it, is it not a blessing? It says God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. He's our refuge, and somebody say the Lord is my strength. Or oh, come on, say the Lord is my strength. I was telling the first, I said, strength here has nothing to do with the kind that you get in the gym. No, that's not the strength they're talking about. The, the, the ability to lift dumbbells, that's not what we are talking about. No. I've told you before, if it is gym that keeps people alive, people won't die in the gym. It is the giver of life that gives life. Then it says, God himself is our strength. He is our anchor. The one who strengthens us to be able to go through whatever life throws at us. For God to be your strength, there must be evidence of weakness in your life. Because the strong does not need any more strength. The able does not need God's ability. It is he who has identified weakness 
in his life that relies on the strength and ability of God. He says, not only would I be your strength, I'll be your refuge. Refuge is the word that we get refugee from. You know, Budumburam. They ran away several years ago from a war that was ravaging their country in Liberia. They came as refugees to seek refuge in Ghana. And the Lord himself says, I will be your refuge. When the enemy is after you, just run to me. So the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into and they are saved. Imagine you are in God and he's your refuge. Who can get you when you are in God? Even Ghana, when the, when the people of Liberia ran here, Liberia couldn't come after them. How much more God? Who says, I am your refuge. I am your strength. Tell somebody, the Lord is your strength. Say, the Lord is your strength. Then it says, a very present help in trouble. Times and seasons, you need to understand it because there is, it is impossible for you to go through the entire 2020 without having issues. Issues are for people who are alive. Hallelujah. Yeah. You would have one issue or the other. But through it all, your strength is in the Lord. Amen. Then it says, a very present help in trouble. Wow. When presidents send their armies into war, the presidents are sitting or sleeping in presidential palaces, being served the best meals chefs can cook, giving the best wines money can buy, living in luxury and in comfort, and they send people's children into war to go and fight. Just a week or so ago, Trump attacked, sent his people to go and shoot and kill or assassinate a general in Iran. Suleimani, that's what they call him. Trump himself was not on the battlefield. He was in the comfort of the White House. I am not by any way um, analyzing the right or wrongness of his diplomatic. That's his problem. I'm just using that as an example to show you the contrast between the leaders of this world and God. He says, I am a very present help in time of trouble. So not only am I coming to help you, I am there with you when you are going through the trouble. I am not allowing you to go through it and I'm standing afar. I am with you in it. He said, when you go through the water, I am with you. When you go through the fire, I am with you. I am not standing afar trying to help you. When people are even trying to save you, when you are drowning, except it becomes very serious, a lot of them will try and stand at the edge and drag you out. Yeah. It's only when it becomes here, then they'll jump in with you. And even that people want their children. When you see somebody drowning, don't go, they will drag you along and kill you. But he says, I am a very present help in time of trouble. That's how I made them think he will come and save you. Because when those times comes, you will remember that he is with me. He's got me. He's got me. Tell somebody he's there with you. Oh, tell another he's there with you. He says, a present help could have, could have sufficed, suffer. A present help. He says, a very present. The, his presence in your issue is not in doubt. A very present help in times of trouble. What are you going through? He is there with you. That job you are looking for, he is there with you. That thing you are looking for, he is there with you. 
am I talking to somebody at all? Most of the time, after he has dragged you out of the issue, you, it, it will now make sense. It will now, everything will become clear. The picture will become clear to you. Number, number four. Focus on priorities. Focus on priorities. Hebrews 12, 2. Hebrews 12, 2. Let me finish this and the last one in the next five minutes and we are done. Can we read it together? Ready, go. Yes. Yes. What did he do? Yes. Yes. What did he say? Looking onto, onto Jesus. Understand what your priorities are this year. No matter what, we are looking onto, onto Jesus. Let them say what they will say. We are looking onto Jesus. Let the enemy do what he will do. We are looking onto Jesus. That is the overarching target, overarching goal, overarching priority for us this year. Every other thing will fall in place, but the number one thing, that is our focus. That is the source of our joy. That is the object of our, of our, of, of, of our attention. The, the, the thing that we are looking at, the, the focus of our lives is just to look at Jesus. There is, it is impossible to focus on Jesus and not be transformed into him. It's not possible. But you see, the, the amazing thing is that not only does he tell us to look unto him, Look unto him. Look on. It's like a mirror. When you look onto him in a mirror, what do you see? You see yourself. But what do you see about yourself? All the things you didn't know existed become clear in your life. Oh, so you didn't know that your ears were this flappy. Or that there's a zilt somewhere on your on your cheek. Or you just look at it. You just look at it and it becomes clear. When you focus on Jesus, he just shows you and magnifies your inabilities and incompetencies. And through that, you are just assumed under his will and his ability. And he transforms you to become another man just by gazing upon him, looking unto Jesus. And, and there he is. He says, look unto Jesus, who himself looked at something. Why? He says, who for the joy that was set before him? Sofu, bra. Sofu is the joy. Ishmael, bro. This is, this is Jesus. You have started 2020 well. Who for the joy that was set before? You remember we just dealt with before, in front of, letting go of the past. He just looked at what was set before him. And what did he do? He endured the cross. The cross was not to be enjoyed. It was to be endured. What you are going through, you are also enduring. But through your endurance, focus on Jesus. And he, he endured the cross, carrying the cross. Why? Because he has seen a certain joy at the end of the story. Not only is it joy, the, at the end of the day, what did he do? He sat down at the right hand of God. So he knew that if I can go through this, if I can endure this cross. And he says he despised the shame. So imagine, you see, because the cross in the Old Testament um, was designated for criminals to be killed a public death for all to see that these guys were criminals and these guys were sinners and all that. And so as soon as you are, you are judged to be hung on the tree, everybody writes you off. Even your family doesn't want to have anything to do with you 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? So it comes with shame. And the Bible says, irrespective of that shame, he just despised all that shame and the cross. People were spitting on him, but he didn't care. He was just going. He was carrying the cross. They put a spear on the side. It didn't matter to him. He just kept going and going because of the joy that was set before him. And he went and went and finished. At the end of the day, he shouted, it is finished. And he's now seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. In the year 2020, whatever you go through, focus on what is ahead of you. It doesn't matter what the enemy will do. Focus on Jesus. Look unto Jesus. Even when you are hungry, look unto Jesus. Even when you are sad, look unto Jesus. Even when things are tough and you are crying, just look unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Somebody shout yes. Just look unto Jesus. I have two minutes more. Let me rush and finish. Philippians 4, 6 and 9. Focus on your priorities. Just, just look at Jesus. Many men want you to look at them. Many men want you, but just look at Jesus. Hallelujah. When, when you look at Jesus, there are some prophecies you don't even give. Someone says, ah, but is it not Jesus who gave me the prophecy? The realm of the spirit is a realm that you can have access to and pick information from. It does not always mean that God, God says go and say it. I, I don't know if you understand. If you enter this room, you will see a stage. You will see colors. It does not mean that somebody told you that what you have seen, go and say it. It's not the same thing. If I come and I tell you, okay, enter this room, what, what, what about you have seen, go and say, then I have commanded you to say what you have seen. That is why it's not everything I see that I say. Because the Lord must necessarily grant you permission to say some things. When people shift focus from Jesus to self and for self-aggrandizement and, and for fame, then they want to say everything. Even when it brings disgrace and shame to church. Looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. That is what many young people coming in the ministry must understand. That the, your example is not a bishop somewhere. Your example is not a prophet somewhere. Your teacher is not what a prophet or a bishop said. Your example is looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Somebody say, I hear you. Okay, okay. T time, call, time, call. Uh -huh. Be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and... Uh, supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God with what with what let your with let your I don't know if you are seeing what I'm seeing with thanksgiving let your request be known you are bringing your request but you are thanking God ahead that this request I'm bringing you have done it already did you see it in Job Job was in the belly of the whale and yet he was praying to God and saying, Father, thank you for bringing me out of the belly of the whale. And he was still there. There's a certain dimension you need to understand in our walk with Christ that we go to him with prayer, supplication and thanksgiving for our requests. May that be your story in Jesus' name. Be made known unto God. Seven. 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 And the peace of God which passeth all understanding, shall keep you or your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Eight. Finally, brethren, whatsoever, whatsoever things are 
talk to me. Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Focus on these things. Finally, five, work for the Lord. Work for the Lord. This year, work for the Lord. Work for the Lord. Colossians 3.23. Work for the Lord. Work for the Lord. Colossians 3.23. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. And not unto men. Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. Work for the Lord. Don't do things in the house of God like you are doing them for a pastor or so that protocol team, so Pastor Michael won't talk. Do it as unto the Lord. Ashes, so that Pastor Rafi won't talk. Do it as unto the Lord. During the first service, I gave them, I said, whenever you are not doing things to build the church, you are doing things to destroy the church. There is no middle ground. It's either you're building church or you're destroying church. Ask your neighbor, which, where are you? Where are you? Are you building or destroying? Please demand an answer. Are you building or destroying? <laughs> you see, those who, who, who are destroying, even when they are, their mouth wants to say, I'm building, they can't say it. <laughs> yeah, those who are destroying church, how would you know them? Number one, they won't come to church. You see anybody who is not coming to church, he's destroying church. You see the way your ticos has become do-do-do's. <laughs> it's a word, it's a serious word. Yeah, they won't come. How difficult is it to, to dedicate two hours to God every week? But we'll do seven to eight in the office, Monday to Friday. Sometimes do Saturday banking and do Saturday work and do all manner of things. But just two hours, we'll find a way to have an excuse not to be in church. When you see those people, you know that 2020, if you do that, we'll leave you behind. Speed, be a day corner. The we see her. Those who will come, but they will come late. If they told you come to the British Embassy or American Embassy and they gave you one o'clock, many of us by 10 30 we are there. Because because anything can happen. Traffic or snow or anything. You'll be shocked. The day they, they tell you come for your visa, there'll be snow in Ghana. So because we will go early. But when it comes to the house of the Lord, we approach it anyway, anyhow. And you see, all these things are cultures. When new people enter and they see that people are some way with coming to come anytime, they will learn it. But when, when it, there's, there's, there are many churches in Nigeria, eh? when they tell you church starts at 7, by 6.30 the whole place is full. Yeah. You won't get a place to sit by 7 when you come. The place is full. And we are getting there very soon. Oh, yeah. 
Grace Temple is getting there very soon. A time is coming when we say church starts at 9.30 and you come at 9.31, you stand outside and watch TV. What are you talking about? Okay, so those who come late. Those who only come when the weather is good. The way Hamatan Pro has come. And people don't want to... You know, bassing now takes skill. Takes strategy. Because usually when you go under the shower, you just enter and open. And now, you, you need to first identify the temperature of the water. So let your finger go first. Put your leg in to test. And maybe your head and be moving your body into it small, small. Because you just enter, it will be as if, you know when they lash you and you, you scream, but it is taking time for your voice to actually come out. It, it will be like that. Hallelujah. Those who only come to church when the weather is good, you must mark them. You must mark them. There are those who find fault with everything. Find fault with everything. The way Pastor Solomon is playing the keyboard cry, it's not like that. It's not, he's playing wrong key, wrong key. One note, or note, about wrong, wrong notes, wrong notes. The, the way Pastor Michael is wearing purple uh, uh, color, where then brown, brown, you cry brown. And now, and now, first Sunday, swash a brown. you have a problem with it. Everything, you have a problem with it. Hey. Amen, oh. Yeah. It comes, ah. Why, why did they do, do only the carpet to where the pastors are sitting? We, the if we sit on carpet, is it not good? This one too, I've said it. Can, can I talk about this one too? You'll find fault with everything. Ah, the weather is, 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 is warm. The AC is not working at all. Next week, Sunday, the weather is too cold. They should put up the AC. The annual day. Hallelujah. One of the things I do in my life, I'm careful of people who are always ready to advise you. You need to be careful people who are like that. They always have an advice. They themselves don't use those advice. Hallelujah. So work for the Lord. Six. Um, which, which point am I on now? Um, okay. We said those who find fault. Right. Those who never do anything in church. They and the, and the chairs are the same. They don't do anything. When so I want you to be protocol. Hmm. Apostle, I'm going to be protocol for the The next one. Those who are offended that somebody else has made a leader. Why, why is this person a deacon? On tip, on tip, bro, fun po yani deacon. Now, bro, fun yadi yadi deacon. 
It should have been me. It should have been I have revi. I have revi. I'm deep. Message you preaching you can get deep enough. On to me preaching po. Yeah, share the suffering. Those who hold back on giving. They have power but they don't give. Like I always tell you, whether you give or not, God will build his church. Tell somebody if you don't know, if you don't know, this is Grace Temple. We exist by grace. Hallelujah. Finally, those who don't reach out to the unsaved and the unchurched. There are several people who are unsaved and they don't go to church. We won't reach out to them. We must suspect you. You know your friends. There are some of you, your friends, they use Sundays to rest. You are looking at my face. Sundays are days of rest for them. They sleep. So God rested on the seventh day, so they too they are resting. Some of them use it to wash. Some of them play football on Sundays. Some of them do Sunday or Moto special. As if say, if you do the Moto on Saturday, it won't be nice. Some special ingredient is Sunday. And we won't bring them the unchurched. We must bring them work for the Lord 2020. Bring the unchurched. Next week, may you bring somebody around you who doesn't go to church. Oh, oh, you didn't hear me. I said, bring somebody who doesn't go to church. Let them come and join us fellowship in Jesus' name. Lift up your right hand. You want to pray that may God give you grace to walk by these points in this year. That the Lord will strengthen you to be able to do well in this. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.